Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What is up? Welcome into the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. I am your host, Alan Bell, and we have a massive show lined up for you today. The NFL playoffs divisional round begin, and we are going to be live today at 3.30 Eastern to break down Bengals at Titans. We will also be live at 7.15 p.m. Eastern tonight to break down 49ers at Packers. So make sure that you have all those reminders set on YouTube. Make sure to follow the page so you don't miss a single thing. Let's take a look at how we did last night. Not a bad night. All right. Three out of four. Jay Smooth and the model coming through with the underdogs as well. Missed out on the soccer play, but you know what? We'll take three out of four anytime that we can get it. Let's bring in the stars of the show. Gentlemen. How we doing? M Square. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Getting ready for these uh, playoff games, obviously. But nice little college basketball to start the morning, too. I love days like this. There are so many games early, some great matchups to watch, even if I'm not betting on them pregame. Just a ton of great action on today. Yeah, it, it is. It, this is one of the best days of the year. You know, I know that, you know, you look at like October, November, March, you know, when you'll find just massively packed sports days across, diff, you know, multiple sports. But today, I think it's my favorite part of the NFL playoffs. And then you throw in a ton of college basketball. It's fantastic. Jay Smooth, the machine. Look at Sharp, buddy. How we doing? I'm doing well, Alan. Thank you. Uh, really just quick clarification that was all max last night on the underdog so shout out to mad max and the thunderdome but yeah sweet day of college basketball coming up kansas k-state mississippi state ole miss army navy kentucky auburn lsu tennessee rematch like where do we even start i'm really hyped to get into it all nice you know and shout out to mad max like you said look before you said that i was going to take credit for it because everyone knows you know me and college basketball just firing out winners left and right micah roberts how we doing buddy you doing all right Oh, we're doing great, man. Looking forward to the day, all the games, all the events, and football. I mean, this is tight. This is where it gets good. This is the best teams in the NFL going head-to-head, so let's see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait. Now, Jay Smooth, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and get into our storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And you're looking back to 1985, all right? Georgetown, Villanova, Patrick Ewing. What are we looking at? Oh, yeah. So if you uh, you want a quick little history lesson today, this is going to be a rematch of the 1985 uh, college basketball championship, Georgetown versus Villanova. This is a big rivalry game. I didn't even talk about it in that little group. This is a huge game today. This goes all the way back to like before the shot clock era. This is maybe one of the biggest upsets ever in, in 1985. It was the biggest upset ever in college basketball history with the number eight seed Nova Wildcats getting their first championship over P- current coach Patrick Ewing and the Georgetown Hoyas. So this is a really big game today. These teams do not like each other. Their history goes way back. Uh, you know, 
John Thompson was the coach for Georgetown. Then they haven't been back to the final four since like 2004 when John Thompson jr. Or the third, I think took them there. So this is going to be a big game. I stayed off of it today because there's so much history here, but I would lean for it to be close, but I don't know. This is going to be a great one. A lot of storied history to it. Uh, Nova held the ball for the last two minutes in that game, running a four corners offense where you put a player on each corner of the half court and just, you know, wind the shot clock down before winning by two points. So they shot 80% in that game too. Wild one. Yeah, 80% is pretty good. Uh, you know, next, John Thompson with the towel over the shoulder, that was an elite yep. look. Like, I would love to be able to pull that off. And when you're running that four-quarters offense, a little pressure on the point guard. He's got to move this thing around. Yeah, so, all right, Micah Roberts. Now, oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. Micah, now, my question to you is this, okay? So, all of us here, all of us in the chat, we're on one side of the table in regards to placing bets. Well, buddy, you've been on the other side with a sports book taking those bets. How has divisional weekend in the NFL playoffs been historically for sports books? And what do you look for? Well, I'll tell you the one area that we lost consistently on in this round, it's teasers, uh, six point teasers, six and a half, seven point teasers. And the idea from that is that four sides can win. The book can lose all four. And that happens multiple times in this uh, round and what it is you have the eight best teams so you have the top rating the best rating of all sports is the NFL and they're so close to how they're going to actually perform now you add on six points in a do or die playoff game and it's money I'm telling you it's, it's worked over and over four ways always in the game and the book loses out and it's one of those things where you have to seriously talk about raising the rates and the money on what we charge the customer to come in and bet it. And some books eliminated teasers altogether. Now I know that uh, some of the new sports books from Europe that have come over, they don't even know what teasers are. So good luck finding them on your app. But if you can, I highly recommend it. Uh, two team teaser, especially. And uh, in the same game, if one thing happens, the other thing's likely to happen. So that goes side to totals and everything else. So look that up. Don't discount it. Teasers. I know you want the big parlays and everything, but hitting two and getting six points on each side is a good bet in this round. Mike, I, I love, love that, that information. Yeah, I, seriously. Like, I, I, so agreed. Like, I could literally just sit here and just pepper you with questions all day. You know what I mean? Of yes. just like, hey, yeah, Jay Smith, go ahead. Yeah, if you watch how Mike has been doing these donkeys for the last couple of months in terms of the way he places his bets, he gets like the over in there and the under in there, both teased, playing on market efficiency. And I think Mike is touching on that a lot is that these markets are going to be hyper efficient. There's a such a good chance that these games don't finish outside of a six point buffer. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to have to go place a couple, Mike. Thank you for that. Good luck <laughs> finding them. I mean, I, I, yeah. it's, it's crazy. These new books, they don't know. What it is really they're like well you can go here and play the reverse uh, point spreads and stuff it's like no i want a teaser i want six points <laughs> that's what i want i want to cross over three i want to cross over seven boom give me that yeah you're like mm -hmm. i came in here for a reason also clyde in the chat says look micah hey if your pick is wrong we all get to come over and go swimming today so hey yeah, there we go right on. <laughs> there we go all right we'll jump into the picks because we got a lot of them to get to m squared coming to you now we've gotten your NFL picks all throughout the week, and you'll be on, uh, you know, through the live shows today and tomorrow. But you're looking at college basketball for today, specifically Baylor. Talk to me, buddy. 
Yeah, I'm looking at Baylor minus three and a half. They've had a little bit of a rough patch where they lost to Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, bounced back with a win over West Virginia, but it's really kind of a play on this Oklahoma team. Um, so this Oklahoma team, they covered the spread in the last meeting with Baylor. They lost by 10. The spread was 12 in that one. Now we've traveled the short travel from Baylor to Oklahoma. This line is now set at three and a half, and I think this number is a little too small. Uh, my simulations make it minus 6.3 for Baylor. I still make them the better team. I think that they can bounce back in this spot. I love these big 12 games here. So I think this is a great spot for Baylor. I just simply think the number is too small. I think that Oklahoma is still getting a little bit too much respect from their big win over Iowa State. Uh, and I think that that's kind of carried them combined with the fact that Baylor did lose two games in there. Uh, but I still have them as the better team and one of the best defensive teams in the country. So I'm grabbing this one. Anything under minus four is a play for me. Take the Baylor Bears. There we go. There we go. Micah. All right. Coming to you, buddy. You got two plays. The NFL hit me with both of them, man. What you got? Yeah, we're going to start out with the Bengals uh, today. And I know that's going to be. Something you don't want to hear and you don't want to talk about <laughs> with the Bengals, all your hey, business army is business, there. baby. Yeah, business is yeah, business. Yeah, the Nashville Army there. And that both sides, they got great fans, great army of support. I can't wait. I think everybody's going to be liquored up uh, <laughs> Well, before the game starts, actually, right? Tailgate's out there. <laughs> so that'll be fun. But I, I'm going with the Bengals here. They've covered the last four meetings with um, – the Titans, including last year, which is relevant because both Burrow and Henry were playing 31-20 in that game. So the familiarity, I think, will help the Bengals in this spot. But the confidence level here, they've covered their last five games. And Joe Burrow has delivered beating Alabama, winning a championship, number one overall pick, showing great signs last season, but maturing all the way into this season. Bengals haven't won a playoff game in over 30 years. Hello, Joe Burrow. First time, bang in the bank. So he's got that going for him. One game down, one game to go. Who knows? Maybe the Super Bowl. They're 22 to one. I can't say that either one of those teams will beat him. I just saw him beat Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. So that's fresh in their mind. I just think the confidence level with Burrow and the high efficiency of him going deep, hitting Jamar Chase anytime he wants, basically. I mean, he's so accurate and has the confidence that his receiver is going to go up and get it. And they do time and again. And I, I think that pass offense of the Bengals is going to give the, the Titans number 25 ranked pass defense some trouble. Um, I don't think uh, Henry is going to be full strength, although everybody's saying that he's ready to go. He probably could have came back a couple of weeks ago. But the cohesion with him, the other two running backs that have been playing a lot and the receivers that haven't always been in there. And then you're just going to mash them up and say, OK, we're number one seed. Let's go. And I I don't think so. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think the Bengals are going to hang around and maybe even win the game, but I feel pretty comfortable circus sports with plus four. So that's it, man. We got the Bengals. Oh, another thing about the Bengals I like is I saw Cincinnati against playoff teams this year, five and two straight up six and one against the spread against teams in the playoffs. So that was attractive for me as well. Now the other game, I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers against the Niners. Now I've been, playing the 49ers like nine of the last 10 weeks they've covered eight of their last 10 games did not play them when they played the uh, Texans um, and they covered that game miraculously but they've been on an absolute roll here so I have to have some reason to pick against them and basically it's the shoulder and thumb of Jimmy Garoppolo who almost blew that game last week against the Cowboys with the nil time uh, uh, interception uh, Jimmy G, 14-4 and four against spread as an underdog. That's something I'm concerned about. But again, with 
the Packers at home, undefeated at home, and against playoff teams, a uh, pretty marvelous stat here, 5-1, and 6-0 and oh against the spread against teams in the playoffs this season. So the Packers, uh, I like how they played their guys till the halftime. Didn't want them to be too rusty coming into this game, having the week off as the number one seed. I think they get the job here and get the cover. Yeah, the Packers, they're going to be a tough out at home, especially when it's about negative two degrees right now in Green Bay, and that's going to be a night game. Yeah. That is not good when you have a shoulder and a thumb injury for Jimmy G. Although I will give Jimmy Garoppolo credit on this one. Here's a little bit of a nugget. Jimmy Garoppolo is the only NFL quarterback on the road this weekend who's won a road playoff game. Oh. Yeah, I know. So we'll see if any of the others ones well, can't too. Now, did he win it before this year, Alan, though? Or was it last week's win? Is they got one last week. Has? Yeah, Dallas <laughs> got him one. <laughs> But yeah, man, this is going to be a great weekend. And you're right in regards to uh, the Bengals. You know, Mike Vrabel was asked on Monday, uh, you know, about that whooping that they took last year, right? You know, to Joe Burrow. And he said it. And, you know, Vrabel's an Ohio guy. And, uh, yep. you know, he just he just said, yeah, Burrow, they, they whooped us. Like, we need to keep the ball out of their hands. We need to run the football. So Speaking was- of Buckeyes, Alan, uh, the big problem I see with the Bengals is the two Buckeyes in the secondary for the Bengals, Von Bell and Eli Apple. Those two guys, they're not very good tacklers. I mean, Deion Sanders made, made tackling look like an art compared to these guys. And they're Buckeyes. You got Joe Burrow. You mentioned Vrabel. So it's a whole Buckeye Saturday we're talking about here. <laughs> it really is, man. It really is. Now, Jay Smooth, you are in the maestro position. But you know what? I feel like today, like every day when we host, dude, you're bringing, you're bringing thunder, man. Like, you've got it. These picks are going to smash. What do you got, dude? Let's do it. Let's do it. I got three picks here today for you guys on the show. If you want some other picks, I have another two up on Sportsline, but I would literally talk for five minutes if I tried to give out five picks on the show. So let's get started. I'm going to go with Duke and Syracuse. Noon tip. We got some action in an hour, 45 minutes here. So Duke and Syracuse, both top 25 offenses in the nation, but this total coming in at 154. I think that's a little too low. I'm having simulations come in around 161 points. Some models I've seen have this one all the way up to 163, maybe even more. So I think this is a good chance as there's some offensive you know, prowess shots will fall. These guys can both get shots. Pablo Benchero, Buddy Bayheim, like both these guys scoring almost 20 points a game. I think the offense is going to be flowing at Cameron. Duke really likes to play with an offensive pace. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. The the zone isn't usually as effective outside of the dome for Cuse. They Their defense isn't that great. I don't think Duke is going to have any problems getting points. I also lean their team total over because I don't think they're going to have any problem today. Uh, but yeah, over 154 looks a little too good to be true. That's a lot of value from my model at seven points. Then I'm going to go to FAU against Marshall. Marshall's struggling, man. They've dropped eight eight straight covers. They have not covered in eight games. They're just awful. Um, you know, this is a rematch, too. About two weeks ago, FAU uh, went to Marshall and beat them by 13 points on their own floor. And now we're at FAU, and they're only minus three and a half favorites. I think this one's going to come in around six or seven points, honestly. I'm a little surprised that this wasn't bigger. I don't know. Maybe everyone's expecting Marshall to finally show up, but they just haven't done it this year. I'll continue to fade them minus three and a half for FAU. And then lastly, I'm going to take an underdog. I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina visiting Georgia State. I have this one basically as a pick them actually lean towards Coastal Carolina, getting the small win by half of a point in the model. I don't know. The Chanticleers 
Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. What a great name. They're 10 and 8 this year. Georgia State 2 and 9 against the spread. I think this is a little small. Uh, actually, I don't think they should be getting points. Sorry. It's a little confusing sometimes with all these picks, but <laughs> I don't think they should be getting points. Coastal Carolina probably should be favored very minorly on the road. Go grab the four and a half because that's a lot of value there, too. Yeah, don't give them any points, right? That, yeah. None of them. Don't, they don't need them. Okay, I'll say this though, man. I've been to Coastal Carolina once. It's a beautiful place out there. Really yeah. nice. Really nice. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, pull up the recap here. And it does look glorious today in squares on Baylor minus three and a half. I am going with Titans wide receiver Nick Westbrook Aquina over 28 and a half receiving yards today. Look, he has become essentially their third down find the sticks guy, their de facto tight end. And with all the focus that everybody looking at Derrick Henry, yeah, he might blow up, have a great game. He might not. Who knows? I mean, we haven't seen this guy in weeks and weeks and weeks. But what I do know is that Ryan Tannehill has had an excellent relationship with NWI over the last three or four weeks. He's eclipsed this number in five of his last seven games quietly. So we're going to go with that over 28 and a half. Michael Roberts on the Bengals plus four and the Packers minus five and a half. Jay Smooth, Duke Syracuse over 154. Coastal Carolina plus four and a half. Florida Atlantic minus three and a half. The AB three today, all right, plus 350. We're going to move the Bengals to plus 11 and a half. We're going to go Joe Burrow over 24 and a half completions. And we're going to go Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown, longest reception over 23 and a half yards. But I tell you what, I have a little bit of a surprise. So everybody, you've got that. Let me pull one more up for you here because we have made a ton of picks on the early edge all throughout the week and let me get these on your screen as well bam look at that who wants some more picks on saturday now i'm gonna leave this up on the screen so a little bit surprise for all three of you guys all right i'm gonna ask you a simple question who are the four nfl teams that will be playing next weekend m squared i'll start with you the titans and the chiefs and the Rams and the Packers. And I'm saying the Titans and the Chiefs not because I'm from Kansas City and currently live in Nashville and have a dog named Chief, but I have AFC Futures <laughs> tickets on both of them, and I want that free roll to enjoy that game next week. So let's go Chiefs, Titans, Rams, Packers. Let's get it. I'm pulling for you. Micah, what do you think, Mike? I'm going uh, Bengals, Bills, and I'm going Rams. Yeah, Rams Packers. Okay, all right. So we've got the AFC Championship going to Buffalo if that happens. All right, nice cold Buffalo weekend there. Jay Smooth, what do you got, buddy? This is tough. I think it's hard to get road wins, especially for a young QB like Joe Burrow. I'm going to go with the Titans. I think the Packers are going to get it done today as well. I will go with the Rams, too, with Micah. I know that might be a slightly hot take, but you know what? I think it's just going to be tough. Tom Brady's had a lot of success. Someone's got to come and do it, right? So I think this team has a chance. And then, I, you know, Mike, I know, I know, I know you don't want to hear this, but New York is is here. We're upstate is here. Let's go Buffalo. Let's jump through some tables. Come on, let's go Bills. Josh Allen gets this one done and, and unfortunately makes Mike sad. It makes Mike sad. I'm going to go with Titans and Chiefs on the AFC, and I'm going to go Rams and Packers on the NFC. I think they get it done. So that's all the time we have for today. Like I said, today, 3.30 Eastern, we're going to go for an hour. We are going to break down Bengals at Titans. We'll go through every single spread, total, best bet, prop, 
everything, you name it. Then we're going to fire it right back, 7.15 Eastern tonight, and we will do the exact same thing, go for an hour again, breaking down the 49ers at the Packers. So, you know what? I can't do coach today, right? Like, we just got to wait, and we got to let him do it because my man's coming with that playoff energy, and we're not going to step in his way. But what I can do is say that you do have your marching orders. Let's cash these tickets, and we'll see you at 3.30 Eastern. Everybody have a good day. Thank you.